It's Izzy. Wherever you're listening from, whatever your situation, and whatever brought you here, I'm so, so grateful that you've invested your time in listening to positive content. I truly hope you gain some valuable insights from the episode. Hello, wonderful people. How are we all doing? How has the week been? It's a Friday, the final day of the week. And then you've got the weekend. How are we feeling? Are we feeling like we're glad that the week's over? If so, why? Was there something particularly bad or are you just feeling like you could do with a lion? Those of you who are listeners from way back might remember that a few months ago, there was about three weeks straight when I pretty much released a podcast about structure for three weeks straight. I don't know how it happened. It wasn't obviously planned. But for some reason, we sort of just went on this whole stream of thinking about structure, how important it is, what it impacts, how we can get more of it, how we can use it when we don't have it, and all these things. And I'm not going to go into a full-on rant about structure again today, but I do want to say this. God, am I feeling the need for some structure right now. So for about two weeks now, I've had no structure whatsoever. It started, yeah, two weeks ago today when I recorded a podcast, you might remember, and I was saying that I was sitting in my bed recording it feeling really not very well. And for the next few days after that, I was in bed, unwell, couldn't get out of bed, just felt really, really low. Um, as in like cold, shivery, yeah, a temperature, just fluey. And then as soon as that went away, I started feeling really lightheaded and my brain just wouldn't work. And that went on until maybe Monday, Sunday, Monday. And I had to cancel all of my boxing sessions and then drove up to Glasgow because I was up there for three days, four days, delivering workshops to the students at the Glasgow University and also Strathclyde University. And then from there, went down to Durham. So by this point, when I ended up in Durham, I was finally starting to feel a bit better. Um, so went down to Durham to work with the students there, although we were meant to have three sessions on one day and a four hour session the next day. And all of them ended up getting cancelled, but one on the Saturday. And so (laughs) that was, that was a change of plans. And then since then I came home, had one day at home and now, well, when you're, when you're listening to this, I'll actually be back home. But right now I am in and have been in Gravesham, Kent for the last three days because I'm working with student, uh, children at primary school here. So literally for the last two weeks, I have had zero structure. When I was ill, I was pretty much just in bed. I couldn't even do any work because my brain just wouldn't work. Now, I wasn't unhappy. I was just like, as I tell all of you guys, if you ever message me saying I'm ill, oh, this sucks. No, it doesn't. It just means that you get some time to spend with your bed (laughs) and maybe watching some films that you've not watched because you didn't want to waste your time watching some comedy that really makes you laugh reading a book if that's right for you 
And then when I went up to Glasgow, I, yeah, as I said, I still wasn't feeling amazing. So I went and would do workshops and then I'd come back and part of me would want to work, but part of me knew that I needed to still rest because this was that, if you've had it, you know what I mean. It's not a 24 hour recovery thing. It's like a week or two that it impacts you. I think someone I know has had it for seven weeks, which is madness. Anyway, so I'd go out, do the workshop, come back and get back into bed and watch something relaxing. It got to the point when I couldn't even watch programs that were too intense because it would mentally stress me out um, or put like a, give me a, give my body adrenaline. Say it was something like SES Who Does Wins or Hunted or programs like that. So then we went down to the caravan we were staying in in Durham and I started waking up earlier. So before, because the sessions were in the evening, most of them, I could just lie in. There were no 5am, so I didn't have have a a 5am for about a week and a half. But I started trying to implement them back in when I was in Durham. But with all the workshops being cancelled, it was still still like, I don't know what's going on. Um, And then we got home one day, and then I'm back down in Kent. And I do have these 5am's, and then I go into school... And I do four and a half hours of working with the kids, which don't get me wrong, I absolutely love. But afterwards, I am knackered. So I come back to this Airbnb, which is actually so lovely, a little flat in the centre of Gravesham. But my brain doesn't work. So I can't really work because I am knackered, mentally and physically exhausted from giving so much energy to these kids. But the whole point of what I'm saying in a very long-winded way is that for two weeks I've had no structure, no 5am's, no great morning routine, no evening routine, and honestly, I'm feeling it. I am feeling it. I know I'm I'm happy. I know that I'm doing what I love. But not having a structure when I'm self-employed like means I literally have no structure. The only structure I have is trying to get to bed by 10. <laughs> That's the only structure. And when I think about all these other things that I have to do, there's something that, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a few things that have been a little bit unpredictable or have gone down a path I wasn't expecting. And so I've got to try and think strategically about my way around that. But it's really difficult to think mentally about what you're going to do when you don't have any structure because the lack of structure makes you feel like your life's not in whack. Your life is not in order. So whilst I... I'm focusing on appreciating the last two weeks and how much relaxation I've had, how much quality time I've got to spend, I've had to spend with Jordan. All the nice Airbnbs and places I've stayed in. I'm really, really <laughs> looking forward to getting back to normal life tomorrow. And I'm still not going to have any structure throughout the day. I'm still going to have to make up my mind as to what I'm doing with my time. I still don't know what opportunities are going to come through the door, whether I'm going to be jetting off somewhere else, but I will still have my morning routine. I will have my evening routine. I'll be eating the same foods and I'll have a little bit of structure. So for those of you that are in a job, a nine to five that you really don't like, or maybe it's an evening, um, like an evening job. If you've got a nine to five, even if you don't like it just for a minute, Really appreciate the fact that you have structure. Really appreciate it because the, let's be honest, whether you're self-employed, you've got a nine to five, you've got a million pounds, you've got whatever your life looks like, 
we all have challenges in different ways. And it's recognizing what the challenges are and turning them into a positive. So no structure does make you feel a bit mentally all over the place. But at the same time, you can appreciate the fact that you can do whatever you like whenever you want, which is a nine to fives person's person's dream, right? If you have to go into work for a certain time and leave at a certain time and you live for the weekend, then you don't get to do whatever you want whenever you want, which I do. (laughs) But we often forget about the positives. We forget about the positives because we live them every day. I forget to be so grateful. I remember when I was in my nine to five job and I would feel guilty if from like working from home, I went for a walk, not at lunchtime. I went for a walk at a random point in the day. I'd feel like I can't do certain things. I'd feel tied to my chair, even if I didn't think there was any work to do. And if you're at school, when you have to go in for a hospital appointment, It feels so wrong. It feels so weird that you're out of school when everybody else is in school. But when you live like that every day, you take it for granted. And then other things become your challenges. And it's just that common phrase that the grass is always greener on the other side. So let's take this time in this podcast to really consider what is great about what you have. If you're in that nine to five, appreciate your structure, appreciate your weekends. I don't have a weekend. I could make myself a weekend, but my work's not going to work unless I work. So, and I also, I also thrive off the feeling of being productive, but I think what I might do is go back and say to Jordan, do you know what, how do you feel about working flat out Monday to Saturday or Monday to Sunday? And then having one day of the weekend where we just do nothing. We have our morning routine, we have a 5am 5 5 unless we want to sleep in and then we just spend the day together and we just chill out because whilst I can do whatever I want whenever I want, I also don't chill out as much as I did when I had a 9 to 5. So it's just crazy how you might wish for something and then you get it and then it brings new challenges and then you wish for something else and I don't wish to be back in a 9 to 5. Instead I'm learning how we can create our own structure. So what is there for you that you're grateful for? When I was in a nine to five, I was really grateful that after five, I could do whatever I wanted, that that was my little time, but it wasn't long enough that I would get bored, right? Five or so we say half five till 10 o'clock. That's not too much time. It's just enough time to get a few bits and bobs like housework done and also to chill out and do something that you enjoy, to go for a walk, to watch a film to make something nice for dinner. And really, I guess what this podcast is all about is just that. What can we appreciate in our current lives? Let's pause on the desire for something new. Let's pause on the wanting something else. Let's pause on the, my life's not good enough. And let's really just take a minute to focus on what is great about what I get to do. Is it the people you work with? Yes, I live with my partner, Jordan, but I don't really see anybody else. I have coaching clients, and if I'm delivering a gig or like a workshop, I'll see loads of people, but that's fleeting. There's no building on meaningful relationships like you would if you were in a job that you went to every single day. So maybe you're really grateful for the people that you work with. 
Maybe they're not your favorite people, but you can be grateful for them because they challenge you. They challenge you to not react to the things that they do or say. They are helping you learn how to be the best version of you. If you've got a pen and paper, write down 10 things you're really grateful for about the work that you do. And if you don't do, if you don't have a job, well, maybe it's because you have kids, which let's be honest, is a job. So what do you love and appreciate and really grateful for? What are the positives? What are the pros about being a mum or a dad? And if you're unemployed, what are you spending your time doing? Are you spending your time searching for jobs? Because if so, that is your job at the minute. So write 10 things down that you are really grateful for about your job or your work life. And then if you want to go even further, this is such a powerful exercise and probably one you haven't done before. Grab another piece of paper and you're going to write down your life as though it is the best life ever, as though you're almost trying to sell your life to somebody else. So we complain a lot about different aspects of our life. We look at the negative in our life a lot. But just for now, write a paragraph about how brilliant your life is. So I did this when I was living in London and it changed my perspective. I was like, oh my gosh, I am just the shit. I have, my life is just incredible. And as I think I said, I live on my own in my very own flat in London. I go for walks or runs every single day. I am doing a job that I really enjoy with people that are so nice and so supportive. And none of this was a lie. None of this was over-exaggeration. But it made me look at my life as though I was looking at someone else's life and wishing that theirs was mine. Does that make sense? So think of the person that you look at and you think their life's so great. I wish I had a life like theirs. And then do the same for your life. Describe your life as though it is as brilliant as that person's that you're wishing to be. And then keep that piece of paper with you. Read over it whenever life gets challenging. Read over it whenever you're feeling a little bit low or you're feeling a little bit unmotivated. And it will remind you of all of those things. And you might want to keep that list of 10 things that you're grateful for about your life. It's just so easy to get lost in thinking that we should be doing something differently or should have a different life in some way. We should have a dog. We should go on more holidays. We should have more friends. Maybe you should, maybe you could. And if you really, really want to, then set that as your goal to make more connections in 2023. To go on more holidays. To save more of your money. To spend more time making your home the place that you want it to be. But otherwise, if there's, not, if there's things that aren't on that list that you just think you should have, but you don't actually deep down want to have then let them go. Write that list of things that you think you should have and you get caught up thinking you should have. But you actually don't care about, you actually don't want, maybe you think that you should be getting a promotion because you've been at your job for four years. But deep down, you know that you love what you do. And actually, you don't really want to become a manager. 
because you love being on the, the the ground floor, being on the being at the center, the heart of your business, being the person talking with customers, and you don't want to write write employee reports. You want to be doing the fun stuff that you enjoy. So write that bit, those bits and bobs down on a piece of paper and chuck it away. And if you find yourself dreaming or being jealous of someone else because you don't have what they have, look at your goals list. And if that thing isn't on there, forget it because you know that you don't want that. But if it is on there, think about what are the things that you can do? What are the three next steps that will help you become closer to having that life? And then look at that paragraph you've written because that will remind you of how brilliant your life already is. And this is just going to be a bonus because we cannot get more if we're not already grateful for what we have. So that is all I'm going to leave you with today. But honestly, I don't even need to know who you are. Everybody does this. Everybody wishes they had something different in their life. Everybody has negatives in their life. Everybody thinks that the grass is greener on another side. So I'm not even going to say if you know that this is true for you because I know that it is. Actually do these exercises. I know it's easy to listen to a podcast and not do what the person's saying because in the back of your mind, you're telling yourself, this isn't relevant for me. I'm happy. I do all of this. But if you're serious about feeling happier and living the life that you want, do these. So for summary, you are writing a list of 10 things you're grateful for about your job or whatever it is you spend most of your time doing, the way that you live. You're then writing a little paragraph selling your life, basically saying why your life is so amazing as it already is. And then you're going to write a, a goals list. So you're going to look at the things that you look at in other people and you think that you want or you should have and you're going to write a goals list of those things only the things that you actually know that you want and you would think you would feel happier or more empowered with and the other things that you think about if they're not on that list ignore them and just focus on okay I've got my list of a list of 10 things or however many goals you've got I already know that my life is amazing and I already love what I do but I've already got a list and a plan of action as to what I'm going to do to make it even better. So please do this and message me when you have. Put a photo on your Instagram story, your Facebook story, your TikTok story, wherever you post. Or just share it on Instagram. And show us what your what, what is so amazing about your life. Make us jealous. Make us want your life. Because if I don't see that, I'm just thinking you're listening to this, but you're actually not doing it and listening without taking action isn't self-improvement at all it's just listening and, and doing nothing and yeah on the odd occasion it might spark something in you but more often than not you're just it's just a waste of time <laughs> it's just a waste of time I appreciate you listening but if you don't take action it's a waste of your time and it's been about 20 minutes and I really don't want to waste 20 minutes of your life so please promise me that you will do this. And if you're already going to take the time to do that, what's an extra 30 seconds to write a review, to rate it out of five stars and share it on your stories, share it with your friends, with your families. If you think that maybe you know someone who's being a little bit negative about their life or somebody who's looking to quit their nine to five and become self-employed or maybe even the other way around or who's looking for a promotion, share this with them, rate it review it, send me a message, share on your stories, and I look forward to seeing and hearing from you.
All that is left to say is, I appreciate you.